0: you use medicinal marijuana, and I'm not talking about the kind that you're buying hipster in the uh, illegal uh, dispensaries along Queen West, but if you use medicinal marijuana, uh, this could be a good news story for you. Uh, Human Rights Board has determined that a Nova Scotia man's prescribed medicinal marijuana must be covered by his employee insurance plan. His name is Gordon Wayne Skinner. He uh, suffers from chronic pain following an on-the-job motor vehicle accident and argued that he faced discrimination when he he was denied coverage not once, not twice, but three times, and then he took it to the human rights uh, lawyer. Uh, he was injured, by the way. In an, uh, He's an elevator mechanic. We're joined now by Leo Samfiru, who is, of course, host of the Employment Hour here on AM 640. I believe it is on Monday nights and Wednesday nights and on Saturday at 5 on AM 640. How you doing, Lior?
1: I'm doing great, Kelly. Thanks for having
0: me on. Thanks for being here. Uh, is this going to set precedent now?
1: Well, if this is something that other uh, tribunals are going to follow suit, this could be huge, not just in, in, as it relates to uh, medical or medicinal marijuana, but in other respects. Essentially, what this decision stands for is that if there's some sort of a treatment or, or, or medical uh, uh, device that, that would be appropriate for a medical condition, if that that treatment is not covered that's discrimination but kelly if if we think about that argument that can't be right let's replace medical marijuana with codeine are we saying if codeine is excluded under an insurance policy that's discrimination what if a policy says we don't cover wheelchairs Mm. well is that now discrimination uh because a wheelchair could be a device that someone needs Ultimately, this is a contract an insurance policy is a contract. If, under the contract, given the language in the contract, medical or medicinal marijuana should be covered, well, then the insurance company is in breach of the contract by not uh, by not following suit by not following through on it but it 's not a, dis- a human rights issue it 's not discrimination we 're not discriminating against you because you have a disability so I think that This is a wrong decision. Mm. That said, wow, what impact it could have if other tribunals here in Ontario and across Canada say, yeah, we agree with it. It could change a lot of things in the insurance industry and certainly for users of uh, medical marijuana.
0: Yeah, uh, Perryman. The I guess the judge said that it, the way he ruled on it is because that marijuana was medically necessary for pain management, and that you know there seemed to be on his uh, insurance uh, benefit package that they would cover conventional prescription pain management drugs. So why wouldn't mar- med- medicinal marijuana be covered?
1: And, you know, and that's where I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a line here between human rights and contract. I think that argument may be correct in terms of, hey, there's a contract that says you're going to cover a treatment. That's a treatment. Then you've got to cover it. Than to say discrimination. And the reason why that's an important distinction is because if it's simply a contract issue, you can have a contract of insurance, an insurance policy that says we don't cover medical marijuana. Full stop. End of story.
0: Right. Like that's we don't do orthotics
1: yeah, we don't do orthotics, or by the way, we don't cover pre-existing conditions, uh, many exclusions under an insurance policy, and that would solve that for the insurance industry. On the other hand, if this is now a human rights issue, it doesn't matter what the insurance policy says. You can't do something that's against our human rights laws. It would be illegal. So that's why I think it's so important that this was couched in terms of, of a human rights matter. And I would be very surprised if this doesn't get appealed. Mm -hmm. I just don't see the link between saying this is excluded under the plan, therefore it's discrimination, because if if it applies to medical marijuana, it would apply to any exclusion uh, under an insurance plan. uh, And I just don't see that happening.
0: Well, do you think they exclude, I know I'm taking it in a tangent here, but do you think it was excluded because there's still a, a stigma around medicinal marijuana?
1: There's no question in my mind that that's why it was excluded uh, that that stigma and and the fact that some people uh, may view that as an illegitimate way to deal with the medical condition and you know it's it's no question that's why it was uh, and i don't think I actually think the result here is the correct one in the sense that given the warning under this this policy, they should have covered the medical marijuana. There really was no reason to exclude it i think I take issue with with mm-hmm. the, the, the how they got to that result. But I think in this case, as it turns out, the ones that made the decision to exclude medical marijuana were wrong uh, and that there was no language that permitted them to say this we're going to cover, but this we're not going to cover.
0: So essentially you're saying they've created a little bit of a mess here with this ruling being a human rights ruling. Will people be more careful when writing these contracts now, do you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I I think that's an important lesson here, and I think that these contracts have to be specific, and usually they are. And and we're going to have to address medical marijuana and address it specifically. That said, if if everything I just told you is wrong, or in the sense, or that our courts disagree with what I said, that they still think this is a human rights issue then essentially we, we would have made the decision for the insurance company. We would say to the insurance company, you can put whatever you want as relates to medical marijuana in the insurance plan, but we're telling you that anything that says you're not going to cover it is, is illegal. Yeah. I don't think our courts are going to go that far, uh, and I think it's going to be left to the insurance company and the individual to agree on terms that they can live with.
0: Lior, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. I appreciate all your insight on this. Thank you, Kelly. Lior Sanferro is an employment lawyer with Samfiru to Markin, and uh, he hosts the Employment Hour right here on AM 640 on Monday nights and Wednesday nights starting at 7 o'clock and on Saturday at 5 o'clock. It's Talk Radio, AM 640 Toronto.